With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In this edition of Hoopsology, we welcome back host and producer of NBA 2K TV, Chris Manning. Chris explains the importance of NBA 2K to the basketball culture, the rise of content creators stemming from NBA 2K, favorite features of the new version of the video game, and a lot more. Gamers won't want to miss this episode. Please email your questions to hoopsologypod at gmail.com and follow us on all social media platforms and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And now, Chris Manning. He is the host and producer of NBA 2K TV. We welcome Chris Manning back onto Hoopsology. How's it going, Chris? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing really well. Thanks for coming back onto the show. And man, what a difference. I think almost a over a year makes <laughs> the yeah. last time we, we talked to you. Life's um, a little different. Yeah. It's yeah. It's been a roller coaster of a couple years for me, but I'm excited to be back. I was excited when you guys reached out. For sure. So just like, can I get a status report on yourself before we kind of hop into the game? How, how have you been like just from the last time we talked to you and just what have you been up to just besides this, you know, obviously, you know, the new launch of NBA 2K23, but just like status report on yourself. Yeah. So last year I underwent a pancreas and kidney transplant, uh, life-changing surgery. I, I had a ton of complications. I ended up in the hospital for like three months and wow. actually came out with some nerve injuries. So I couldn't walk. I couldn't raise my left arm. Uh, a lot of, of complications, but uh, I'm doing well, healthy. I'm here getting stronger, still rehabbing all those injuries. And uh, yeah, just just appreciative to be alive, number one, and, and to to you know, be here every single day and healthy and to have a functioning kidney and also a pancreas, which not a lot of people can actually get a dual transplant. You, like your health has to basically align with the stars. So I, I feel like um, given that opportunity, it was worth it, you know, with my health situation to, to wait out as opposed to giving, getting a kidney from a living donor. And uh, it, it's crazy because currently I'm not really diabetic anymore. So life's, uh, life's definitely been a, a huge adjustment in, in a positive way. And I'm going to try to keep these organs as healthy as possible. So I'm doing well on the health front. And then, of course, NBA 2K23 is out. I'm not in the hospital during a release <laughs> like last year. So that's good. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a wild roller coaster just with uh, you know, 2K23. Well, that's awesome news, Chris. Yeah, and so glad to hear that. Yeah, that, Thanks, that's man. fantastic to hear. Um, I, I want to kind of get your perspective since the last time we talked to you just about the, the culture of 2K, just from the pandemic. Everybody's staying home. There's no way of really going out. There's really nothing to do but, you know, play video games. How has the culture grown since that period to now that everybody's, you know, at least for the most part back out and about and at least able to do a lot more things compared to when the pandemic first started. Have you seen the community grow in a way that it hasn't grown since before the pandemic? Like what were your observations just in terms of this new players finding NBA 2K for the first time, just that community growing since then? Yeah, well, I think, you know, in terms of video games, they did really well during the pandemic um, just because people were at home and playing and stuff. And then I think with what like Constant and Mitch's team and Ronnie have done with the community side of 
creating the next makers program on the 2k side 2k tv we're all about community you know i i, I probably said it a year ago last time we talked but you know the difference of making the community the stars of the show as opposed to like it being the chris manning show or alexis morgan show that's what we really wanted to do and i think we're achieving that in spades so i have seen the community grow through all these programs bringing in so many different people that play the game um, we just on episode three, that's currently out now, or excuse me, episode two, working on episode three right now, episode two, that's out right now on 2K TV. And you can go back and watch previous episodes uh, by the time this airs, if episode three is out. Um, we actually talked to a ton of uh, international uh, content creators. So people from the UK, people from New Zealand, um, you know, all over the globe. So to see that kind of support that 2K has given to the community is really great. Cause I literally remember starting and uh, I, I have a joke with Chris Smoove back in the day when we first did a community thing. Like, I think I had to send him home on a red flight because that was my budget. So like now it's like a lot different, obviously, with the resources they put into it. And then just for, you know, people, you know, just being able to connect with with fans and, and people who are passionate about 2K through 2K TV has been really, really fun. Uh, and it's also just led to some like really great moments. I remember last season uh, I hopped into a random Xbox party, which can be dangerous to do sometimes you know when people know you but uh these these guys were really cool and they invited me to come play some pro-am with them and uh i thought they were friends because they were just you know kind of rifting back and forth and talking trash but it was a father and son that play together every night and they live in different states and that's how they bond they they get on with their boys and they play rec and pro-am and uh, i thought that was so cool so we got them on for father's day and just little things like that i think are um, really rewarding to me when it when it comes to connecting with people in general and then also connecting with the 2k community because so many people are passionate about 2k and uh you know i'm still like a super fan uh i, I people don't really believe me when i say that but even though i've spent so many years at the company I'm probably the biggest fan you know i'm I'm, a, I'm in the dev ears just like like anybody else you know giving feedback and uh you know pitching ideas and stuff so uh, it's just, it's just really, uh, it's a blessing to be here and to be able to connect with people and, and hear their stories and make them, uh, put, give them a platform to be able to build on whatever it is that they're doing. Um, even for a moment, you know, if it's just, wow, you accomplished this, you know, the 2K TV awards and such, uh, it's just really cool to do that and, and connect with people that way. One thing that's huge, um, of course, that that I think has multiplied since the pandemic hit is content creation. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of the 2K community, how has that grown? Are, are there individual content creators that are like making a living purely off of their gaming channels for NBA 2K? How How is that looking nowadays? Because I know, of course, gaming in itself on YouTube and, and in other platforms, Twitch, um, you know, is really profitable nowadays for some mm -hmm. folks is that the same case for 2k oh absolutely i think uh if you look at just simple things like creating a my player build right that is just a whole like nano section of content right what's the best build well you have guards you have forwards you have centers uh you have hybrid builds right like what is it that i want to create and what's the, what's going to give me the best chance at winning uh, you can approach the game so many different ways just through building a my player. That's a whole subsection of content. Some of the videos have gotten a million plus views that I've seen from from bigger content creators. And then people are finding out like stuff that we've hidden in the game. Like we, we've created secret builds, like a Kobe Bryant build or a Michael Jordan build. You have to name your my player. You know, Kobe Bryant. Name, put him number twenty four. Like things like that. People have found these Easter eggs, and it's like we're only like two days in, and people are finding this stuff out. So, I think that sense of discovery and just 
being able to share that knowledge with people. Um, it's just a, a really kind of attractive type of content. And then you have all the modes, you know, there's the Jordan challenges, which uh, I'm currently playing through and, and just seeing all that is like the best mode to me as a basketball fan. Um, you, you have my league and or my NBA now uh, with, with like the my league stuff and the, the my GM stuff you can go, you know, do all that. Now we have historical periods with the different eras, the eighties, the bulls, you know, the, the early two thousands and the current era. So it's like, you can go back and change the way draft classes happen. Maybe you, you know, Jordan didn't get trapped into the bulls. What happens with NBA history? You can find out in our game. There's just so much to our game. So many modes. I could sit here and probably talk for 45 minutes about it, but in terms of content creators, yeah, I think a lot of people are connecting as basketball grows. I think 2k is a big part of that culture. And, uh, for content creators, you know, there's so many talented people that are able to uh, express themselves, whether it's live streaming or creating videos or TikToks even, you know, there's a big TikTok 2K section now. It's just, I think with the growth of social media and the growth of basketball, um, you know, it, 2K has been such a, a great platform for these content creators to express themselves creatively in, in various uh, ways that I think is, is, is pretty cool to see. But yeah, it, it, there's so much content around, uh, you know, our game. And I think that's, uh, it's a testament to, to how great the devs do. And uh, it's also a testament to how talented and, and, and truly remarkable some of these content creators are. I mean, I'm an old man, you know, I'm in my, I'm in mid thirties. I tried to stay up and play all weekend when the game came out and was going to bed at three and that didn't work out too well for me. And this dude's streaming <laughs> for like 72 hours straight. So power oh, yeah. to, you know, uh, a, lot of, a lot of women creators are also being able to, now work through the next maker program so i think for content creators that are aspiring that are looking up to the bigger ones it's not just about the big ones it's about the people that want to make this their living and want to work with 2k as a company and, and be a part of some stuff that we can do we had a bunch of content creators in before the game for example came out and uh they were given feedback to the dev team then we had a separate community event where they got to capture their own footage and go out with it um uh you know under embargoes obviously but uh, they got to go out with the footage just days before the game came out. So we gave the content creators the ability to grab their own footage and talk about the game pre-launch. And I just think uh, being able to work with a company like 2K and 2K giving back to content creators and working together to help create content around the game is just such a special thing. So shout out to the marketing team and the, you know, the the uh, influencer team, uh, Constant and, and Mitch and uh, those guys, they do, they do a really great job. Um, and I'm in constant contact with them just because, with 2K TV also, you know, it's, it's great bringing some of these people on to, to be able to talk about that. But uh, yeah, I love community as you guys know. So to just see it grow, it's surprising in a lot of ways, but it's not for me. You know what I mean? Like, I think it surprises people, but to me, it's just like, it's a platform and what people, you know, some people have made it their careers. Sometimes I sit back and I'm like, I'm doing the wrong stuff, aren't I? I'm, I'm, I'm doing the wrong thing. Maybe I should try this YouTube thing out. <laughs> you know, there's uh, there's a lot of talented people out there for sure. Man, Chris, you know, you talk about being in your mid thirties. That's, that's about where Justin and I are uh, as well. Yeah. And I think about, uh, you know, N64 releasing and how big yes. of a deal that was back in the day. And it's, it's fascinating now to, and, and I almost have this feeling of envy, this symbiotic relationship that these content creators have with like the game developers, the games that they love, those, those types of things. And it almost, um, you know, it acts as great marketing for NBA mm -hmm. 2K. I mean, it's smart for that relationship to be symbiotic like that. For sure. Um, do you do you see there being, you know, down the road, any sort of like cap or, or limitation to, I, I guess just 
content creation for games in general, not necessarily just uh, 2K in itself. Um, you know, these content creators are so creative mm -hmm. with what they're doing, but is is there a limit to how many people can, you know, make a living off of this? I think so. I think the people that have evolved as content creators, I think the ones that can evolve themselves alongside their content, I think there's always like niche content, right? Like if you're going to go, I enjoy sure. Disney games in my, in my off time. I'm a big Disney like fan, right? My wife and I are huge Disney fans, right? I like playing some of the Disney games. There's only such an audience for that when it comes to like the gaming space, there's a racing fan niche, right? Like maybe you're into racing games. Like my, my buddy that we play 2k all the time, he loves playing F1 manager. Like he's on that 24 seven. Right. Uh, but then it'll come on NBA and he'll have like a 502 record online head to head. He's just ridiculously talented at the game. Uh, so I think you have to evolve your content, um, outside of your niche. And I think the people that are successful on YouTube and successful content creators over time have evolved themselves. Um, and also, you know, just being, I, I think when you can brand yourself in a, in a smart, intelligent way and also work with different companies, I think that's advantageous for your own brand and yourself in terms of growing your audience. So, um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of ways to do it. There's a lot of things that people have success overnight that we can't really explain but um it's been really cool to see just um like gaming content creators in general uh it's it's, it's fun to watch like i actually when i was i was getting a haircut today and i was talking to the stylist and he used to play uh pub professionally so we had like a nice little conversation and uh you know he was telling me he tried the streaming thing out and uh you know like came back to doing other things but he you know he's kind of my age so he's like mid-30s and uh, it was interesting just hearing different views on like, you know, anybody can pick up and stream uh, and, and talk about things or create content. Uh, I just think it's so accessible. We live in an era where, um, you know, like kids are, are literally born with an iPhone in their hand or iPad in their hand. So the accessibility um, is, is really remarkable. I remember putting out Laker videos, for example, before YouTube, pre-YouTube. And I was getting in trouble because I was like breaking server limits and all this stuff. And I was trying to get build on this because people would <laughs> want to host them, but too many people would download them. That's how old I am. So it's like, it's crazy how easy it is um, to get your content out there, uh, to build an audience and to build a brand. And I think um, to evolve yourself, that's obviously going to change from person to person. But I've seen a really, it makes me happy when I've seen people who started off with 2K, for example, grow into this 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 thing that maybe they didn't foresee beyond 2k like i'm happy for people i want people to eat i want people to be successful and if if we can help you know launch them on a platform through our game and they have a passion for that that's great you know like everybody there, there's people out there um i could go down a whole list you know that uh, aspire to do this and i i think on the flip side of it it is a lot of work you know and you have to really commit yourself and uh, it's something i admire about content creators in general across gaming because there's some really fantastic ones like I, I i like anybody else i subscribe to youtube content creators i have my favorites and you know i'm on there like oh learn that about that game interesting you know so same thing goes with our game you know so chris I, you touched on the jordan challenge mode and mm -hmm. for this year's nba 2k23 and this is something that is very similar to NBA 2K11. And I remember buying that game. I remember even going to Ramat's house and playing it. Nice. Um, just That's the, right. the <laughs> memories that just, it's, it was like a playing it, like a going back in time is like a time machine, basically. Yes. Um, the last, just remembering NBA 2K11. My question to you 
It's just when, when that mode came out back then compared to the mode coming out now, what is the type of feedback that you're seeing in terms of kind of the younger fans? Because, you know, you mentioned that we're all in our mid-30s. We all, you know, remember the magic of Jordan. Like, I think we, yeah. I think it's safely to say we're all members of the Church of Jordan at this point, you know, just yeah. <laughs> car carrier members and just remember all those moments. But for kind of the younger fans, they don't have that kind of, connection to Jordan and this game I think can bring him closer to that what kind of feedback are you seeing are you seeing kind of younger fans change their minds in regards to like who their favorite player is just through playing this mode or kind of what are you seeing in terms of kind of kind of transforming basketball culture from kind of a younger demographic so to speak I think it's just a great way to relive history in such a visceral way um, I don't think there's a lot of platforms that could do that. Like, yeah. sure, you have documentaries, but like yeah. reliving his career. And yeah. uh, I'm so. blown away with with what the team did. You know, I'm known for a long time since day one that we were doing the Jordan challenges. And I was like on cloud <laughs> nine when I heard it because I knew I remember 2K11 so vividly for two reasons. My dad sat down to watch the Jordan challenges and he never cared to watch video games. And he sat down and he was like so intrigued by seeing like the 80s Lakers and yeah you know, oh, wow, they have that team and, oh, they have they have the Boston Celtics and they have the Bulls and the bad boys of Detroit. And so walking down memory lane for a basketball fan is like a really special thing. I think just traditionally our culture is so um, nostalgic. And then when it comes to like great sports, I, I think a lot of people fell in love with basketball because of Michael Jordan. So yeah. to be able to hand that to a younger generation of fans, you know, they'll, they'll learn a little something or two about, you know, the greatest of all time when it comes to MJ and, uh, you know, for me personally, just watching feedback, it's been fun to watch people relive these moments. And also for uh, just generally with NBA 2K, as, as our franchise has done time and time again, a couple of years ago, Mark Cuban said it best, like NBA 2K is kind of a way to educate younger fans about the history of the basketball and uh, the history of basketball. And I think when you look at that with everything we do with obtaining as many players as we can have from the past and, and celebrating those players and making them play like themselves and making, giving them animations. So they, they play like those players. Uh, it's such a, it's such a cool thing um, to, to go down like this basketball, this virtual basketball museum in, in various modes. And then the MJ challenges. I mean, uh, one, of, one of my favorite things is the testimonials that we have from different people, Dennis Rodman, Jeannie Buss, Shaquille O'Neal, Ron Harper, hearing these stories of people that, played with and or against Jordan and hearing these like intros to each game, those testimonials uh, there's about a 30 to 45 second video that'll play. That'll kind of give you the background of, you know, somebody talking about that particular moment that you're about to do. And uh, it's so cool. Like just, you get that insight, you go to the game, you know, the team, the, the audio in the mode, I don't know if you guys have sat down and, and jumped in, but the audio team went in and brought old broadcasters back. The presentation looks just like the presentation of the early 80s and the late 80s and the 90s. Everything, like there was no stone unturned when it came to details. And that's something I think that um, is really a testament to our development team. Uh, you know, when they jump into projects, I think they don't they don't try to cut corners with anything, especially with something like MJ, like you're kind of handling the Holy grail, you know what I mean? Like no one can fumble this thing and break it, you know? So it's, uh, I, it's, it's been really cool to, to see people talking about the Jordan mode and enjoying it. And, uh, uh, I mean, I don't even know how to put it, man. Shit. It's, it's the coolest thing to me personally, as a fan of basketball in 2k, like I love the Jordan mode. It's, it's just incredible. So I think, you know, I think for younger fans, this is going to be a way to be like, all right, Jordan did. Jordan was able to 
to play the game and, and have these great moments that that are so iconic and there's a reason for it everybody knows it you know and i think what what 2k has done has been i love how this brought you know what that mode into other games i'm a big wrestling fan so mm-hmm. even when i dipped the last edition of with wwe with with ray yes. mysterio like it's kind of this same exact thing ruby mm-hmm. would don't know lucha libre i think it was awesome this playing through all his career memories same thing you yeah. mentioned the video clips exact same thing that happened with ray mysterio's career it was really cool just to see that as well mm-hmm. i think it's awesome just to see that concept i'm a sucker for that kind of stuff so I am too. And, and and like I said, there's not too many platforms where you can go and, and do that kind of stuff. So, you know, like I, I last night I just hit, you know, the six threes in the first half against Portland. I got the shrug. Nice. And I was yeah. literally taking pictures, you know, <laughs> in photo mode. And it's like, I knew that was there. I knew it was coming. I knew about it for a long time, but to sit down and actually like play through it, uh, you know, in your, in your own free time, is just such a, it's, it's a special feeling. And I think, uh, I think it's really cool how we tied in like special my player rewards. So you get all three stars on each challenge and you'll earn yourself like a gold Jordan chain in the Jersey and a, my team. Uh, I think it's a coaching card for Jordan. Uh, and, and it's like cool to also reward people who sit down and invest the time to play it that are hardcore 2k players in various modes to kind of get rewards for it. So I think it's just uh, it's a great trip down memory lane. And uh, it, to me, it's the greatest mode in all of sports. And I know that's going to sound biased, but to me, it's just, it's such a it's such a crazy concept to me that we we have these variations of Jordan like and if you don't believe me the first game when he's in UCLA you know we have the college moment right the shot from college um, uh, UNC rather not UCLA uh, UNC um, it's so crazy to just see the presentation and the way the crowd reacts and seeing that college environment and you feel like you're there you know it's it's like almost like a time machine. So uh, it, it's a special mode for sure, and uh, I'm really I'm really proud of the team for what they accomplished with, with 23. I have to also go back to what you said about the testimonials, and and I I get the sense that you know there's a certain age we all get to where we get to that sort of crotchety back in my day type of feeling, and yeah. and I think uh, and, and I'm. I'm not exempt from that. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting there too. But um, I think 10 years ago, we may have had much more reluctance for players to do something like that for a video game. Do you get the sense that, you know, with Dennis Rodman and others who are interviewed, there's more of like a, a respect now, I guess, for gaming culture and the just the mass appeal of gaming and, and that medium? Yeah, I think there's a couple things at play that I've learned over the years. I, I once had a reti- uh, I once had an active player uh, hit me up about something in a DM, and I'm like, "There's no way this is real." And then I checked, like, this was way back when I first started. I'm like, is "This," and, and he was on. Uh, I'll give you a hint. He was on uh, a winning Boston Celtics team in 2008. So I was like, "This dude plays," and then I was like, "All right." So you know. Uh, it was cool. And then what I've learned over the years is that a lot of these retired players now have kids that are teenagers or entering college and their kids play 2K. You know, it's like, dad, you need to get in the game, right? We've had people contact us just because their kids wanted them in the game. They're like, they got to get this right. You got to do more. So there's just like this. I think there's and, and, and it's also weird. I specifically remember being at like summer league a few years ago because I haven't been able to go the last few years. With my health issues. But I remember being at Summer League a few years ago, pre-COVID, 
And it was really surreal to talk to these young players coming into the league who I'm excited to watch and, and talk to and talk 2K with and chop it up. And they're like, yeah, we've been watching 2K TV for, you know, since it started. And I used to watch your streams with Ronnie and on the community side. That was weird to me. You know, I'm like, wow, man, you know, that's that's, that's weird because I'm like so excited to, to meet this person and talk to them and get their thoughts on 2K. And uh, here it is like, you know, it's just it's it's very different because I think video games are kind of a mainstream part of culture now. And additionally, they're part of the NBA culture. You know, I, I know there's rookies that come into the league that are like, got to get face scan, got to go get my rating up. And it's like they get their rating and they're, you know, a lot of them are mad and they want to play better. You know, I think that's part of the NBA culture now. So to see all that, I think there's a lot of different factors at play, why people are interested and then just you know, you're, you're recreating Jordan's greatest moments. Like you were a part of that. That's such like an elite uh, class of people that can come in and talk about those things. You know, there's not many uh, it's, it's just great to get that insight, you know? And uh, I was a part of those interviews as we were doing them over the summer and stuff. And uh, it was just, it, it, I remember specifically putting my mic on mute and just listening. And I remember just, sitting there thinking like somebody pinched me. Like I get to hear these stories about Michael Jordan and I just, you know what I mean? And, and the great, the greatest thing too, is um, as, as you can see right now in our episode, we talked to Shaq, uh, you'll see extended versions of those interviews in 2K TV all season long. So we're going to have a lot of content that's coming to 2K TV. That'll be really, really great stuff. Um, you know, more than what you see in the game for those little vignettes that intro you to each moment. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Wanted to ask you, Chris, um, did the game's been out for just a short time, but um, for those who have not picked it up yet, what is kind of the feature that is kind of underrated, that's kind of flying under the radar, but I think people should check out? Like, it's something that guaranteed that's just going to, like, they'll get a kick out of it by just playing the game. So I'm having trouble juggling the modes, right? But I think the one mode, obviously the Jordan challenges that, you know, enough said, right? Yeah. But I think the mode that is going to uh, really intrigue a lot of people is what we've done with my NBA. So we brought these eras out. And essentially what you can go do is play a year before the best draft classes in NBA history. So you played the 2002 season and then 2003 draft classes there. Are Kobe and Shaq going to break up? Lakers going to go try to draft LeBron James? Like you have control of that draft class and to redirect the course of history. So we take it during these different eras where magic and the Lakers during the eighties, you know, they were, they were on fire. Then Jordan gets, comes in the bulls era. Right. Then we have the Kobe era, right. The early two thousands. How does that play out? What happens with Shaq and Kobe? Like I said, like that's all stuff that you can now rewrite NBA history and all the presentation during those eras are era specific, just like the Jordan challenges. So you'll see like, the old ESPN-esque scoreboards when you're playing in the early 2000 games, you'll see the, you know, the, the regular type typography and the fonts that were used during like the eighties and the nineties. So you really feel like you're playing in that era and you can rewrite history for the first time based on this, you know, the, these new features that we have. And I just think that's such a, that's such an amazing thing to go do because even if you're a current fan of LeBron James and you, you know, you believe he's the greatest player of all time and you're a young fan, 
go back and put him on a different team? What happens if he didn't get drafted by Cleveland? You know, what happens if, uh, you know, the what if, right? It's the ultimate what if scenario. So I think that's a really great mode for people that are new to the game that maybe don't want to go into head-to-head competition against, you know, very good players online. Uh, it, it's 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 fantastic. And uh, yeah, I've been, I've been really trying to uh, keep Shaq and Kobe together and also get LeBron, but I don't know how that's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to do my best. I promise Laker fans, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> you know, that also adds just such another layer of replayability to an already extremely fun game mm-hmm. to be able to go into those different eras. It's so cool. I mean, it's it's like it, it, it's so great learning about the stuff we're doing because it's just it's gone. I, I mean, we're, we're not only having the base NBA experience, but now you can enter the NBA through your my player and and go through my career and, uh, you know, interact with this whole entire city now of, of people wanting requests and doing quests. Uh, you feel like you get to live the NBA experience. You can avoid all that and just go play head, you know, play now head to head. If you just want the traditional head to head experience, you can team up with friends. We have my team, the fantasy mode, where you can relive great players through the history of the NBA and mix and match teams how you want, build and customize your own team. Uh, the, the my NBA stuff, like I mentioned, is just like all the era specific stuff. That's been that's been received really well, like pre-launch, and it's been cool to watch the content that's coming out of that. You talk about content, you could just sit all year <laughs> and rewrite NBA history and, and make decisions differently, and, and uh, there you go, you know? So I think just giving the fans options um, in so many modes that are so deep, uh, you know, I, I I joke a lot of the time, but it's like I'm, I'm literally playing every second, you know, that I'm not working, <laughs> you know, I'm on there doing the Jordan challenges or playing rec with my friends. And it's like there's just so much to do. So I think it's cool to reward people that are fans of our franchise, but then also the new generation of fans and um, also veteran players. You know, there's just there's something for everybody. And I, I love that we we don't take a backseat to one mode um to you know focus on like one big mode it's like everything gets the love and i think i think this year um our team did a, like an incredible job of really giving uh everything just taking it up a notch you know well chris we appreciate your time just chatting my nba 2k23 make sure you go pick it up it's available i think for every single video game console including pc that's where i got the last year's version i bought it on steam so it's always a just a great time please go check it out uh chris let us let our fans and listeners know where um, they can find you on social media and any other projects i'm not sure working on as well yeah, so you can catch me at LD2K on Twitter. That's where I'm most active. I have an Instagram, but I don't really like taking photos. I know it's kind of weird. Uh, but uh, at LD2K on Twitter, love chopping it up with people about NBA, 2K, uh, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, you can also see myself and Alexis in 2K TV. We drop episodes every week at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we have tons of 2K content top plays, highlight reels, uh, interviews, exclusive interviews, uh, so much content that uh, is is in a weekly cadence for our fans. So we're working really hard to make this season the best one yet. So uh, I will see you on the game. Awesome, Chris. All the Thanks best, for your time. Chris. Congrats on yeah. season nine. You guys have a great season. Thank yeah, you, man. Sure. Hope to talk to you soon. Take care.